And welcome back to another episode of Grounded with Brandon and Craig. It is a very sunny, beautiful Monday morning here in Central Ohio. My name is Brandon. And I'm Craig. Yes, you are. I am Craig. Um, it's supposed to be really beautiful today, like super nice, but still, it's like 84. Ugh. 84. Well, but the problem is... I'm not going to complain because like five weeks from now, I'm going to be like, did you hear the forecast? 22 and snow. It's beginning to look a lot mm. like Christmas. It will be. I just smacked him, so you're Ouch. welcome. <laughs> that was delayed, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely – here's the problem. Like, I ran on Saturday morning, super foggy, 55 degrees. It's like, well, that's awesome, 55 degrees. I was sweating like crazy in a Because the humidity is 140. It was 99% yeah, humidity. exactly. 99, and the, today was the same way. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it didn't even rain last night, and I went out to put um, mail in my mailbox so the mail carrier could get it this afternoon when he comes by. Mm-hmm. My mailbox was dripping wet, like oh, it, sure. like somebody hosed it down with a, with with water. I'm sure that's the humidity. I mean, can you imagine? It's crazy. It is crazy. I know it was like 56 this morning, but like you could just feel the humidity. Yeah, that's it has been, been beautiful though. It has been I, the uh, fall. Um, it's beautiful. It's a different kind of heat though. It's not like it the is. blazing. It is um, heat, but. I'll tell you what the fall brings out that, you know, I always have to have something to to complain about. Okay, so here we go. Really? The weather's gorgeous, but I don't like the stink bugs. Stink bugs. Can I, I just be honest coming. with you? I don't I like the stink coming. bugs. Yeah, they come out in droves, don't they? Yeah, I was out there. I'm, I'm thinking about going to Walmart later on and buying a badminton racket so I could just set up back and whack them as they come by. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. I used to do that with wasps and bumblebees. If you ever hit a bumble, like you know the big oh, yeah. bumblebees the big with a with a badminton racket, I bet it sends them flying. It, it, if you hit it just right, it does. It is awesome. Okay, I don't even buy my case. So. Right, I haven't done that in years. Okay, I was like twelve. Right. <laughs> so what's going on? Living the dream. You I think I, be- I think I said that when you came in. You were like, "How's it going?" And I was like, "Living the dream." Or a nightmare. I'm not sure, but I'm living it. His uh, his dreams and nightmare have a tendency to go back and forth. So it does. But you should be sitting pretty right now. I mean, you uh, you're in the playoffs with the Atlanta Braves. Yes, and, sir. Um, well, the so, Braves have been in the playoffs. They were the first team in the playoffs. Well, let me ask you this: Do you have three teams that you root for in the playoffs? No, because I'm allegiant. My allegiance falls with one team. My one team is in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm sorry. So. I'm really hoping the Brewers. Teams. I mean, what what is that? I'm really hoping the Brewers and the Braves end up in the championship series um, because I think it would be awesome for the Brewers to. I mean, how does that work? Like one of your teams doesn't, you know, doesn't go on. That's okay. I still got two teams in. It's exactly right. Man, must be nice. You know, in this day in baseball, last like back when I was younger, I had um, okay. I'll, here's 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 my teams. Diehard Red fan, you know, mm-hmm. diehard Red fan, uh, big Red Machine and all that. And then I had a tiny, um, tiny smidge. I like the San Francisco Giants mm-hmm. a little bit because Chris Spire and, you know, Willie McCovey and guys like that played for him. But, but then right underneath the Cincinnati Reds were the Houston Astros. I loved the Houston Astros. I still kind of like the Astros a little bit, but, uh, um, can't stand the Astros. They're in, Come on, man. They're world, they're world champions. They're okay. the defending champions. And I believe, this is my thought. I think it's going to come down to the Braves and the Astros in the World Series. And 
come this time next year, we're going to be talking like to the rest of the Astros. They're, they're going to be defending their third world title coming up because they're going to beat the, they're going to beat the Braves if they're in the, I don't know if the Astros have what it takes to beat the Braves. You know, they got a secret weapon. Do you know what that is? I, if he was here, I'd punch him. Jose Altuve. He's a punk. He's a punk. Come on, man. He owns the Braves. The Braves have the only player in MLB history to have stolen 70 bases and hit 40 home runs in a season. Have you seen the catcher's throw today? Yes, I have. Okay. But he's fast. Guaranteed, if you just if you played 162 games, you'd have 50. Yeah, but I'm fast. Are you? Well, my little legs, yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm thinking about doing. So here's something. what here's what I think here's what I think is going to happen. Okay. Let's hear. It. I think the Phillies are going to win the game against the uh, is it Tampa Bay? Yeah. They're going to win against Tampa Bay tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And no, then, not Tampa Bay. Uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. They're going to win against Miami, and then it's going to be the Phillies and the Braves. And and I hope you're right because I'm looking forward to in that the playoff series. and that first in the what is they call that division series yep. or whatever that is. So uh, here's the thing, and and you guys can mark my words if you're. I'm not a big baseball fan, you know, for today's game, but if there is a series that you're going to watch in the playoffs, That's even it. more than the World Series, it's going to be the Braves and the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Because they, uh, I think they're going to be good games and they got players who are going to be playing their best. And I think that's going to be the yes. series to Agreed. watch. Even if the Braves win that win mm-hmm. and they go against the Brewers, um, I don't I, think it'll be, I mean, I'll root for the Brewers because, you know, I like the Brewers. Right. But, um, that won't be as exciting as the Phillies and the Braves play. 100% agree. Oh. And the Phillies do have some dynamic players. I mean, obviously they've got Bryce Harper, who you need to go back and watch his ejection the other night. He was up. Okay. We've been talking about this for three years. <laughs> this man is now, he, he's now. Accepted. I like him. I, I like him. Go back I, to a previous podcast you listen and hear what you. <laughs> I, I couldn't stand him, but now I'm like, I like this guy. And the same is going to happen a year from now. Nope, he's going to be talking about Jose Altuve, Never. how much he likes him. Never going to happen. He just uh-huh. needs to retire. Uh-huh. But no, guaranteed he's going to be playing second base for the Braves in a couple of years. You oh watch. goodness, I hope not. And guess what? You're going to be like, you know what? He ain't half bad. I just about said, oh gosh, is that taking the Lord's name in vain? We'll talk Close. about that later. Never yeah. mind. We'll go on. I've got a question. So I was on Facebook last night, and I come across. You know how you get ads on? You don't know because you're not on Facebook, but you get ads across Facebook, and yeah. so Facebook now knows that I run a lot, and so I got this ad. Facebook for a- now knows. That you run. Please explain how that works out. I well, don't know how that works. Well, so you, I get like, Allie and I were talking about something. Okay, I ordered some headbands for Christian and I the other day. And like, I think our phones listen to us. 100% you're right. Because so go with your story because I'm going to tell you one on top so, of that. So Allie and I were, we were talking back and forth on what headbands Christian's running cross country and he's, you know, he's like, can I borrow one of your headbands because my head gets sweaty? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I always run with a headband or a right, hat on right. because I get sweat. And so um, he wore one of my headbands, but I was surfing on um, a a site that I've ordered headbands from before, and I found him an orange. It's actually a Clemson headband, but it doesn't say Clemson, so it's right, right, orange right. with the tiger paw on it, which is North Union's, you know, they're the, the Wildcats. And so I ordered him that, and I ordered me another one. Well, the like the same day or the next day, Allie goes, look at this. Turns her phone to me. She was on Facebook, and she had an advertisement, an ad for the same company that I ordered those headbands from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because Anita was talking about something the other day in 
an ad came up for what she was talking about the next day. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I, I, I know our phones listen to us. And I'll give you one. Here's, here's a story too. Um, I've been watching Monk, you know, the television mm-hmm. show. Yep. So I love that show, but I watched an episode, uh, a few nights ago where he, the episode was almost, and I'm a big Columbo fan. If you remember uh-huh. Columbo yeah, from the absolutely. 70s. So it's the same identical episode just updated from Columbo. Right. And so I was actually, I looked at it and I was like, you know what this episode is? I'm like, this is a Columbo episode that they just dusted off and kind of redid and threw something else in. The next morning when I pulled up um, my Google startup page, the very top thing is top 10 Columbo episodes. That's never mm-hmm. happened. Coincidence? I don't believe Not in coincidences. Not at all. Not at all. No. So I was on Facebook last night. And oh yeah, back to your story. Back to my story, and I got an ad. Back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah. Um, I got an ad on there for this virtual 2024 running challenge, and it is run the year in through the year. So it's run 2,024 miles in 2024. Okay, talk me out of it, please. Because I want to do it so bad. Dude, if anything screams midlife, <laughs> then run down that path. Right? That's it's approximately 5.7 miles a day. That's not bad. I, I mean, mean, I don't, I don't know be, how you can do that, to be honest with you. I'm, uh, but I'm going to be training for a marathon. So as, I'm going to have to be logging some major miles anyway. So surely I can hit 2024. Right now, midlife, like, like, light is blinking. Right? Midlife, midlife, midlife. Talk, midlife. Me, out, talk me out of it. I I kind of want to do it just for the swag. I mean, what what do you mean swag? Well, you get you get a, you get something for it. Well, you have to pay for it, but yeah, you get a sweatshirt and a t shirt and other things too. But and you're doing all the work, and they're you're paying for it. Yeah, that's okay. I just have to ask how much. Um, depends on the tier. Depends on what you want. Like okay, you what get a, tier do you want to go to? Like that tier right there is ninety nine dollars. Okay, boy, they're making a mint. Aren't they, they are. They are. Whether you run it or not, you still get the yeah. You still get swag. all the all the swag. So you get the bragging rights, whether whether you did the work or not. Well, yeah, I could say I did it, but I'm exactly. not that. T- so for me, like if I just false say, pretenses, remember false pretenses. <laughs> so for me, I I I could say yeah, I'm gonna do that, but if I don't have the commitment of saying okay, I've signed up for this. So you got to run five miles when there is 12 inches of snow and it's eight below zero. Correct, but I could do that on a treadmill too. You could. Doesn't have to be outside. Will you? Yeah. That's Sundays. Monday. I wouldn't run every day. Tuesday. I would just put extra miles in other Wednesday, days probably. Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday. I need to. Saturday. Okay, he's talking me out of it. <laughs> That's like you're running around, you're going to Marysville, you got to go to Marion to get pie, then hey, you got to go, you know. If I do that, I may be ready to qualify for the Boston Marathon by the time I hit the Columbus Marathon next fall. If you guys think that Brandon has a midlife crisis going on, could you put that in the comment section and let, just let me just know what let you us think? Know. Just let, let us me know. know. Let me know. I'm, I'm dying to know what you think right now. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Here's the sad thing. It's like, I'm you know not, what? I'd, I'd like to do a bike, a bike marathon. Let's do it. I don't like biking. Dude, you're twisted. Who wants to run and blow their knees? And you're always complaining about your feet and your toes and your, okay, but here's your the joints and your knees and your hips and, and that's why I'm running. And your shins. Yeah. So you can continue to dance. No, them. no, no, no. Dude, when you're my age, you're going to be hobbled. You know what hobbled is? Yeah. Okay. Do you really? Yeah. Do you hear that? My, my ankle pop? See, I, so, I'm 58 and my legs don't do that. Okay. Well, I was a catcher for nine years. 
and my knees and my ankles took a beating. But now, since I've been running, dude, you weren't you weren't catching 162 games a year. You're catching 12. Well, no, I wasn't. I didn't play majors. Exactly, I wasn't that good. Um, but anyways, since I've been running in January, yeah, my knees don't hurt. That was my ankle popped. <laughs> my knees don't hurt, dude. Five times a week, I get pictures of your feet in some foot bath and a shawl wrapped around your knees, and you got a hot water bottle on on your knees. I haven't had my feet in a foot bath in over a week. A week. <laughs> but that shawl is comfortable, man. I know it is. <laughs> so if you, if you can just imagine, think of the granny from Tweety Bird. That's me. Just sitting there knitting. I just knit while I watch. I'm going to knit. So yeah, I'm going to knit it. you an Atlanta Braves afghan while I watch the playoffs. Go for it. Go for it. Um, I'd wear it. I'd watch. I mean, I'd wrap it around me. Right. You'll need it soon. With I will. You're right. Of snow on the ground. And so yeah, five miles a day. I mean, if you can run five miles a day, go for it. I mean, yeah. it'd be like me, somebody saying, "Hey, you, you got to bike 15 miles a day." I'm exactly. Be like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, I, I can, do I can do that. Right. Um, and you know, it's an average of 15 miles, you know, a day. Right. So, cause right. It's like you know, you um, put in 30 miles one day to yeah. make up for yeah. Because I, you know, a few weeks ago I said I try to ride between you know 35 and 50 miles a week. Right. And like last week, like I didn't, I rode like. Nine miles. I, I couldn't get out. I right. couldn't get it all, right. out right. at all. So yesterday day I rode about 10. Awesome. And so I'm hoping to squeeze in 40, um, this week, but right. you know, I mean, you can tell when you, when you're doing stuff and, um, yeah, but I enjoy it. I enjoy, I hate running. Yeah. I just hate See, running. And I, I, I enjoy running and it's, you've, you've got to enjoy it to be able to do it. I ran into a guy, um, do you like ac- acupuncture too? I've never tried that. You probably would enjoy that since you like running so much. <laughs> Do you like nice. somebody when they hit you in the face? I mean, that would be, that'd be I'd like. I'd probably enjoy that too. <laughs> yeah. No, I pulled in. Uh, oh, sorry. That'd be me. <laughs> exactly. I pulled into the uh, parking lot down there at Schwartz Golf Park, uh, the, the Gene Simmons trail. I mean, the Richard, what, yeah, Jim Richard. Simmons? Richard Simmons. Is it Jim? I don't know. It's Jim Simmons. Ida? Jim. By the way, there, I was on that path yesterday mm-hmm. and they are redoing that. They haven't whole, paved it yet. They haven't paved it uh, yet. And it wasn't bad. I no, mean, it's not. Bad. It was actually better with no, it was rough in some spots. Yeah, like it, it was, was actually better with nothing on there. To yeah, be honest agreed. With you. So, because I've been afraid I was going to roll an ankle through there, and that's one section where the frisbee golf course starts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's some yep. bad yep. potholes there. Yeah, but there is. Anyway, so I pulled in the very first parking lot. They were having a 5K or something over, and so they were parking for main stuff over there. But really, I, yeah. Um, I think it was for trafficking awareness or something like that, which is kind of cool. For traffic? Um, like trafficking, like oh. human trafficking. I was like, so they're jamming up traffic for traffic. Right? Oh, so now I get right. you. Okay, yeah. So anyways, I, I pull in. There's this guy standing there stretching at his car, and he waved at me as I pulled in. I waved at him. We've passed while we've been running. He's He looks like a runner. Like, I'm 5'5", 150 pounds. Um, don't necessarily look like a runner runner like these guys. He's like – Speaking of looks, keep with your story, and I'm going to come back to looks okay. in a minute. He's like 6'2". Probably a hundred and hundred and fifty pounds, hundred and forty five pounds, like super skinny, beanpole. Wow. And uh so I get out and I'm like, Hey, good morning, how's it going? It's eight o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, the fog's super heavy. He's like, Oh, it's good, how about you? I said, Good. He said, um, how many miles this morning? I said, Ah, oh, I just a couple. I said, I needed to come into town and get gas. I said, I live in Richwood. I said, but I wasn't paying the gas prices up there. So I told my wife I'm going to go run a couple miles and get gas and then head home. I said, my son's got a cross-country meet later this morning. He said, oh, okay. He said, that's a good call on the gas. I said, how about you? How many miles? He said, well, it's my long run today. I'm looking to get um, around at least 21 in. On that path? 
Well, I mean, he'll probably hit into like I, I'll go down and run into Mill Valley some. Yeah, because okay. I, I don't like running the same course every time, so I like to cut in and it's go a pretty through pretty good Valley course and, though man. there's a lot of up and down in that there that's is a lot pretty of good but i like a change of scenery so i'll run into mill valley and kind of change it up but yeah he'll you, you can do it and he he'll probably run back by his car because he had a water bottle sitting there on his hood so he could grab a water and then probably run down into marysville down the sidewalk there but i told Allie that and she was like 21 miles i'm like yeah babe you realize that here in about seven eight months when i'm like deep into marathon training like that's gonna be me so I'll text you one morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get 21 miles in today. And I'll be like, does anybody else hear the midlife button going off? <laughs> Craig's like, I don't drive 21 miles to work and back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of looks. Okay, let's, let's hear it. And I think you know what I'm going to say. Somebody yesterday, I won't mention any names, oh, Sue my. Federer, but anyway, yeah, um, came up and said, you know, I, I, you and Brandon are starting to look alike. She was like, not only do you sound alike, which... Okay, she thinks we sound alike, which I don't think that we sound alike Agreed. at all. I don't either. And number two, unless you're getting taller or I'm getting shorter, because I'm like, are you 6'2", six 6'1 six and a half? No. Well, I'm not 5'5". Five five. And you must be getting better looking. Well, I was getting ready to say the same thing about you. <laughs> beat you. I beat you. So, yeah, apparently we're... I don't know. I, I don't know what she, I, 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 I mean, I don't see it, but I mean, but, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, on, on, on behalf of Brandon, he thanks you for the compliment. Sure. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Right. Yeah. I, Danny, we, if we're like twins, I'm Danny DeVito, Arnold. Yeah. And I'm yeah. Arnold. Yeah. My kids call him the crazy guy from the Jersey Mike's commercials. Well, Cause yeah. he's on the Jersey Mike's commercials. Yeah. What we should do is get that. Um, you know, they have that. Uh, movie poster mm-hmm. twins but there's that like it's like the drawing of them have you seen that where they're like back to back with their arms yes, folded yes. what we need to do is superimpose we'll recreate bitmos it. over there let's do it and that would be <laughs> we'll do our our new grounded logo <laughs> exactly so yeah but um i i, I don't know if i it, i mean i don't know if um one of us should be offended or if both of us should be happy about that i mean i i i I don't know, man. I mean, if I were you and somebody said, um, hey, um, you know, you guys look alike and you sound alike. Honestly, if I were you and I was 38, I'd be like, this guy's almost 60. I, I hope not. You know, I'm just saying. So I'm either extremely looking young or you're looking pretty old. To your credit. Yes. You do look well younger than your age, in my opinion. Thank you. But – I've got a lot of grays in my goatee. I do too. And you're 20 years older than I am too. Exactly. I had no gray hair before I came here five and a half years ago though. It, it, None either. Zero. Granted, I was like you 27. Were 12. It's 27. Yeah, right. Yep. But anyway, so, um, thanks Sue, I think. Maybe, maybe not. And if you need a recommendation for a good optometrist, we can hook you up yeah. with that as just well. Just when next time you're in Walmart, just stop off at that little place where they do the readers. eye test. Yeah. yeah, see what they do and see what they tell you. They might they might send you someplace in Columbus to you know have uh, you know laser optic surgery. Or there something. you go. I don't know <laughs> exactly. But anyway, thank you. Yes. Right for one of us. For one of us. For yeah, one I don't of know us. which one that would be. Yeah. So you can. Yeah. I'll... Brandon thanks you. Believe me, he thanks you. Sure. <laughs> Anyway, so what else is going on? We have 
run the gamut of Hey, I had my grandkids craziness. here um this past weekend and but that, that was, was fun. fun. It was fun. I you know, I I don't know what it is. I am I do get worn down um more than I realize mm-hmm. sometimes. And um it's kind of difficult sometimes um when you're getting ready for Sunday and you know and they're here. But we did have a good time. We went to Leeds Farm and mm-hmm. that was fun. Mm-hmm. And um after five hours at Leeds Farm, oh my, dude, I was ready to call it quits. Mm-hmm. Like I was tired. Like oh, I'm sure. Um, and you know how kids are. I mean, you got them. Mm-hmm. It's not just one question. Oh yeah. There's a question on top of that question mm-hmm. to question the two other questions, and so you're still trying to answer the first question, and um, it's just uh, it, they're cute as can be. Oh we yeah, had a great time. And, That's awesome. Um, but I don't know if you've ever been to Leeds Farm, but I have. it's actually very nice. They, they, they've done a very good job. And, um, you know, like, uh, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday night we're home. The kids are in bed. I looked over at Nita and I was like, how much money do you think Leeds Farm makes on a weekend? Oh my. $20 a person. And literally, I, I don't, it's just you're walking their farm running and it's like basic things. I'm like, would they make Four hundred thousand dollars on a season? Would they? They'd have to make a ton of money. Yeah. There was a ton of people there. Oh yeah. And then they're buying their pumpkins and their gourds. Uh-huh. And so, I mean, if you've never been to Leeds Farm, and maybe there's a better one around here, I don't know. But mm-hmm. I mean, if you've ever been there, it's it's very nice. It's very clean. The people are super nice. Um, we had a good time. Good. Um, everything's just. It, it was beautiful day. But you know, in the sun at seventy eight degrees for five hours, it's I was warm. wore out. It's warm. I was wore out. Yeah, Christian and I went hunting that afternoon, and. I sweat like crazy just walking back to the woods. Really? Yeah, it was warm. But we had a good time. We saw some deer. Face painted up. We looked like we were ready to go to war. I'll tell you where you see some deer. Whitestone Road. Exactly, but on the trail. The oh, yeah, yeah. Like yesterday, five. Five of them? I saw five of them. They they were from here to, say, the chair over there. Mm-hmm. We and they were right just looking at me. Yeah, we walked right up on them one day. My whole family. You should go hunting there. I should. You think they'd let me? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Who do I get to sign my permission slip? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Where's the some runner go running by and you're like, bam, bam, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, I do want to say before we get started here, breaking down the message from yesterday, I, I just want to say thank you. Um, I know we talked. Was it last week or the week before about the the gift that you gave to my kids? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The air horn? Yeah. So that air horn is – so the first one you gave lost air quickly because they kept pressing it. Yeah. And this one we're like, hey, let's let's not – so Jordan was in the shower the other night. The air horn was on the counter, and I no. looked at Allie. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You did not. I did. You and did like, it. I looked at Allie. I'm like, oh, I want to do this so bad, but I'm afraid she'd fall and slip in the shower. Allie goes, oh, do it. Like, no you mercy. Know, I've seen her play. Allie has no mercy. No, I've seen her. I, I saw Christian taken down, and he looked like a pretzel when she uh-huh. took him down. And talk about competitive. I'm surprised oh, she's she competitive. didn't go and do it herself. But anyway, go ahead. So I slipped in there, and I cracked the door open, stuck my hand in. And I didn't hit it, like, super hard. Oh, you should have. But I hit it enough to where she goes, ah, Dad! Like, she knew it was me. <laughs> and uh so then, like, the next day, Christian was in the shower. So I slipped in and did it to him too. <laughs> Scared him. It was awesome. So it's the gift that keeps giving. It keeps giving. It's awesome. I'm just waiting for it to happen when I'm in oh, the Oh, it's going to happen to you. And you will fall. <laughs> and you know who it's going to be? Allie. 
Yeah, exactly. Or Kennedy. <laughs> and you'll fall, and you will hurt yourself. I'll probably be like, well, no marathon for me next yeah. year. He'll be like, I've run five leg. miles this year. Exactly. Because Allie took me down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, good goodness. for you. Yeah, so that was fun. Well, we're on um, we're on our um, what, third week, mm-hmm. um, heading into four weeks uh, for the Written in Stone, and um, um, it's a it's a unique um, topic, the Ten Commandments, and um, is I, I don't know if I actually enjoy the Ten Commandments, kind of yeah. be honest with you, yep. but I also know that they're they're here to help me realize mm-hmm. literally how sinful the I sin am. in my life, yeah, and. Even when I have a feeling that I'm going to give myself, you know, a free pass, because we have a tendency to give ourselves a free pass yep. on things, which everything, and especially on the topic for Sunday and taking God's name in vain, because I really believe that a majority of people think, well, you take God's name in vain, it's to say the bad words. Right. It's to say the, you know, the words that I repeated yesterday. I may say them here in a minute. I don't know. But anyway, but they don't think about the other ones that are literally taking God. Or you mean by, like the one that I said before we came on air? Literally, the guy, this guy in front of me riddled off, Lord have mercy. And I went, oh, way to take God's name in vain. Right. Hope I don't get like struck my, by lightning. I've, <laughs> I've had my toes stepped on like three times since yesterday. Because my big one, and we talked about it, you know, I talked about it is, oh, Lord. Like, I'll say that. Right. Well, the way that exactly that we understand it, that's taking the, God's name in vain. Well, there's a lot of ways you can take God's name in mm-hmm. vain. It's not just the not the, the words. Ones, yeah. yeah, it's not the words. Yeah. Um, so here's the commandment. The commandment is in Exodus 20, verse 7. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. And to take in vain, I put this down yesterday, is to use a name such as God without proper respect. And it's right. where you're riddling off God's name without even thinking about it. It's just kind of like, hate to pick on you, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You weren't thinking yeah. about God. No, not at all. That. So it's taking God's name I was in thinking vain. that the computer was taking forever to load. Exactly. And, um, you know, and the thing about it is, is that you have to realize what well, you think, well, what if I do take God's name in vain? Mm-hmm. Well, what then? Because I think we've all done it. Right. And I think we need to repent of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, it, it's a hard thing because God is not going to hold you guiltless for that. And so right. it's really hard to, when you start, right. you know, start thinking about that. So I, I started off with what does it mean to take God's name in vain? And uh, Tony Evans had a quote. He said, using God's name in vain is using it in a thoughtless, irrelevant, and empty and hypocritical way. If you are having a hard time understanding that, basically it's, it means using God's name as a profanity or a curse word. And he said, a, that quote has, it says a lot. Using God's name in vain is using it in a thoughtless, thoughtless which, yeah. oh Lord have mercy, sorry mm-hmm. to pick on you. I'm not picking on you. No, it's it's just, it's I've good. done it too. It is. Yeah. Ir, um, irreverent, empty, or hypocritical way. Right. And then he goes on to do it the other way. So, um, but here's the thing when it comes to God, to profane his name is taking, would you agree with us? Taking that which is holy, that mm-hmm. which is pure, mm-hmm. that which is awesome, and we reduce it down to common, yeah. ordinary well, stuff. And, and it's a, it's a name that is, should be worshiped and, and worshiped alone. Right. But we, we use it in other ways. And, and this right here is why, you know, you, you said this is a, a difficult series to be in. It's one that I really don't think that that we spend enough time on is looking back because it's like, well, the Ten Commandments are outdated. That was like early Old Testament. You know, they they have nothing for me. They don't. What the truth is is that, and we've talked about this, is the Bible is applicable, all of it. And um, you know, Jesus even says, "I didn't come to abolish the law." He said, "I didn't come to do away with that, but I came to fulfill it." 
And, and you're right. You know, this, you know, the Ten Commandments are there to help us realize the sin in our lives. And so we have to be intentional about, you know, realizing that because you're right. We do give ourselves a free pass on some of these, just like I, you know, for me being like, Oh Lord. Right. You know, I'm not praying. I'm not worshiping. Him. Right. That in essence is taking his name in vain. Well, I mean, I've, and I said this the first week, and and I'll say it again. And this is not my thought. I stole it from somebody, and I don't remember who it was. But can you can you imagine if we just followed the Ten Commandments, how much oh, easier our life would be? Because I mean, and how much better our world would be. I mean, think about. It. I mean, even just um, all the the commandments that we've already looked at mm-hmm. to to realize who God is, not to have any idols in front of us, and um, and that's a huge one because people don't want to confess what their idols are. And right. I don't care how many times we talk about it. And, and um, I can't talk about the world because the world's the world, but I can talk about Christian people. And um, literally, if you're out with kids' sports and stuff like that yep. on a Sunday morning and mm-hmm. you miss Sunday morning and you're not worshiping with other believers, which the Bible commands you to worship with other right. believers, sorry, your idol is kids' sports 100%. Mm-hmm. And if you're mad at me, be mad at me because it is what it is. You have, you're like, well, you know, I don't know what to do. You could stand up against that. Exactly. You're just going along to get along now. Right. You, you, you're the parent, the, 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 the athletic director and whoever arranges this stuff. They're, they're not in charge of your kids. You right. are. Exactly. So it's time for, it's time for us to say, Hey, you know what? That's not going to be my kids out of because what you just are showing them is that is way more important than spending time with the people of God. Right. And I guarantee you, if there are practices and everything and games were nine o'clock on Monday morning, you wouldn't do it. Right. You know why? Because you have jobs and you, you would throw a stink. So why don't you do it when it comes to Sunday? Exactly. Guess what? You don't put God first place. Right. And so this is what we're talking about. This is why the Ten Commandments is so important mm-hmm. for us. And, and this is why this commandment is so important for us because I mentioned yesterday that, you know, how many people sit down and they're watching television and in the television mm-hmm. show, they take God's name in vain five or six times and you continue to watch it. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you offended at that? Or you go to a movie, why don't you go out and demand your money? Hey, do you, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, they just took God's name in vain. I'm tired of those guys. Mm-hmm. I want my money back. And why don't we do that? Yeah. Because we're watered down. You know how you remedy that? I just, we just don't go to watch movies. I don't, I, I, I very I rarely, like it's gotta be something that I absolutely want to see. Yeah, I hate the movies, to be honest yeah. with you. I, I, I just don't like being in that setting anymore. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's just I the, and really um Hollywood's got nothing to offer me. No. Nope. No, nope. agreed. You know, I'd rather go watch you know, you ride on the Richard Simmons trail. You could you could ride your bike next to me and encourage me. Yell at me. Do you run as fast as I could ride? No. That's going to be difficult then. It will be difficult. Yeah. I tell you what, Anita could do that because she likes to ride slow. Ride slow. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so here's the words. And I said these yesterday and forgive me again. And I, um, I do say these with a little fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. So bear with me. So when you, when you hear somebody take God's name in vain, you have to come to the conclusion they've lost it. They don't know the power of God. They're, they're not thinking about God's name. But when you hear somebody say the words God and damn together or God and damn it um, together or, oh, God or my God or just God or if you're somebody riddle off Jesus Christ. In fact, this morning I stopped at Sheets, mm-hmm. you know where that's at, mm-hmm. and um, I was putting air in a tire and um, somebody 
was at the pump near me. I don't know if you've been the sheets where you oh, see yeah. how their pumps are. Yeah, they're super close. This guy, and I'm going to say the words, so be, be, bear with me since we're talking. I would never probably ever say this until, unless we were talking about it. Here's what he yelled out. Cause I guess gas splurted all over him. He yelled out, Jesus H Christ. Really? I don't know what the H means stands for. Do you? But it was loud. Loud. And, um, it's just amazing how we just take God's name in vain. Why is that? Why do we do that? Why, why, why do we take God's name in vain? Why don't we yell Muhammad or why don't we yell Allah or why don't we yell something else? King George. I mean, why, why do we take God's name in vain? It's just the craziest thing. Um, Leviticus. Yes. You like this story? I do. Well, I mean, I don't like it, but I don't know. It's a weird story. Exactly. Which kind of shows it, you that people swore back then. Back then, and, but it shows you the importance of, of this command. Leviticus 24:11 said the Israelites woman's son blasphemed the name of the Lord and cursed. And so he probably said something similar to what you were just saying. And so they brought him to Moses. And then Leviticus 24:13 through 16 says and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, "Take outside the camp him who has cursed, then let all who heard him lay their hands on his head. It's almost like, okay, they're witness to that, so they are going to testify that he did do what they said he did do, and let all the congregations stone him. Then you shall speak to the children of Israel, saying, whoever curses his God shall bear his sin, and whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord shall surely be put to death, and all the congregations shall certainly stone him, the stranger as well as him who is born in the land. So it doesn't matter whether you are are an Israelite or not, when he blasphemes the name of the Lord, he shall be put to death. Can you imagine if that happened today? Mm. Everybody who took the Lord's name in vain today would be put to death. You wouldn't be here right now. I'd be podcasting. Be Be like, hey, uh, Brandon's moved on to glory. I had to, uh, (laughs) yeah, we won't won't go into details and all that, but you would have had to have killed me because you heard me. Be like, well, I guess he doesn't look like me much anymore. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, think about that. I mean, think how serious offense this mm-hmm. is from an Old Testament um, point of view. Now, there were some other things that I pointed out that we use softer words, kind of like what we were talking about when you said, right. you read off, oh, Lord, Lord have, have mercy. mercy, or I swear to God, or God Almighty, or God only knows, or good God, or good God above. I mean, we, we say mm-hmm. all those. And um, so I think we have to be very careful um, with those two because – um, that is very close, if not on the line or over the line of taking God's name mm-hmm. in vain. And so when you start looking at it that way, yeah, I don't know how your toes can't be stepped on. Oh, because mine, mine are jammed up. Right. Because, um, I mean, I slipped up. I'll be honest with you. I slipped up this morning. I dropped something. I was like, oh, I didn't say it, but I caught myself. Right. And um, it's like, well, yesterday we got home and um, – you know how kids want to watch stuff on mm-hmm. YouTube. So I fed the kids a lunch. And we're waiting on Anita to come back. She was still here at church. And so we got um, um, Jensen and Clayton something to eat. So they were sitting on. They wanted to watch something Minecraft. And it's something I've never seen. So we usually watch stuff with them as they're going through it. Right. So I thought the guys riddled off, oh, my God. And then he said some, oh, God. And finally I said, guys, we're not watching this. And so I shut it off. He was like, why not? So I told him, you know, they're taking God's name in vain. We just can't allow that to happen. So I told Anita, I said, um, 
I said, I had to shut something down. She's like, oh, what was it bad? And I was like, they riddled off this. And I said, you know, I just, I just, I just got on everybody for not shutting off their TV. Right? I got to shut my TV off. Exactly. So I said, so we shut her down. And, um, so I took my, I took the time to explain to them. Right. You can't take God's it, name in vain. And he was taking God's name in vain. So, and that, you know, and that is really, you know, we were talking earlier, kind of a monkey see monkey do with our kids. Yeah. You know, our kids are watching us to see what we do in certain right. situations. And, you know, we've talked before about how we've done that with right. with shows where we've paused it and said, look, they're portraying this. And right. and for us, it was a, a show that they we were watching, and, and um, this kid had two moms. And so we're like, oh, okay, time out. You know, and, and being intentional about having that conversation. And so, you know, it's like we – it's our – our responsibility as parents 100%. or grandparents, you know, even as a grandparent, it, it, that's your responsibility to say, look, guys, they're taking God's name in vain, and we're, we're going to shut that down. And here's the thing. Um, the guy that was doing the – it was one of those guys, you know, they're, he has his own channel. Yes. And I'll be honest with you. He was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy was the guy was captivating. I mean, I, he held my attention, and right. I. But when that happened, I was like, I can't do this at all. And, right. Um, it was a shame because the guy was his his up. Uh, what he did was really cool. Um, I like former Yankee second baseman Bobby Richardson's quote. Um, is it was really good, good, very good. And he said, "Profanity is the crutch of a conversational cripple," mm-hmm. and that's that's good stuff. And I think it takes a mature Christian to not go down that road. Right. Uh, I mean, you have to really be intentional about it. So in James chapter, isn't James good? We actually, um, Allie and I've been, I think I, I said that we've been going through James mm-hmm. and, um, we're doing a, um, Francis Chan on right now mm-hmm. media. And we were in James three last night. Yeah. And so it was like, well, how funny is that? Cause That's we crazy. hadn't, we hadn't done it for a few days. Yeah. And so it was like, we need to, get back in that well it just happened to be in james 3 so we we went through this so it says james 3 verses 2 through 10 i know it's lengthy so give me a second we all stumble in many ways to uh, we all stumble in many ways anyone who's never at fault in what they say is perfect able to keep their whole body in check when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example although they are so large and driven by strong winds they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go likewise the tongue is a small part of the body but it makes great boasts consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark the tongue is also a fire world evil among the parts of the body it corrupts the whole person and sets the whole course of one's life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell now this is verse seven is a good one because it lays Mm -hmm. it out and james is so practical all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures have been, are tamed and are being tamed by mankind. So think about that. Even back then, man is, I mean, I'm assuming they're still taming whales and yep. they're still, I mean, think about that. Yep. I mean, how practical is this? Well, and that's writing? what Francis Chan said last night. He said, you know, if you go to SeaWorld, I remember going to SeaWorld as a kid. Right. And, and he said, they, the trainers are able to take and train this enormous killer whale to do exactly what they want it exactly. to do, but yet we can't control our tongue. Exactly. And this is what James is talking about. I mean, right. this is, this is amazing, but no human being has, has tamed the tongue. It's a restless, evil, full of deadly poison. And this is, this verse here is very convicting to yes. me. With the tongue, we praise our, our mm-hmm. Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Now that's huge. Yes. 
Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing, my brothers and sisters. This should not be. And so I truly believe when we don't put a rein on our tongue and what we say, even when it comes to this topic of not take, of taking God's name in vain, um, we're showing that we're, we're bound to slaves, right. like spiritual slavery, and we need to be different uh, right. in our life. Yep. Um, here's the second thing. Why is it such a serious sin to misuse God's name? Mm. And this is huge. This is huge. Right. Um, and how, how do we deal with it? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do we deal with it if we, right. I mean, intentionality, right? I mean, you oh, have absolutely. to be intentional about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, and it takes catching yourself, you know, just like as soon as that come out of my mouth earlier, I looked at you like he did. He looked right back at me. He was like, he couldn't believe he did it. Right. Your face told the story. Um, It did. It did. But then, so it takes being intentional of breaking that habit because that's what it is. It's a habit of being like, Oh Lord. And as he was saying it, I was thinking, should I go get the rest of the staff and take him outside and stone him? Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to place my hand on your head. So here's the thing that amazes me in the first five books of the old testament there's like 600 and some laws Mm -hmm. 614 Mm -hmm. 13 12 somewhere around there and god boils this down to 10 commandments right 10 right this is amazing Mm -hmm. think about this there's a reason why god is doing this god is setting the stage he's moving us down the road he's he's making this practical because he knew some of those laws some of those laws were for the that culture, specific, right? And some of them are for all time, right? And so, but these are for exactly. all time, and God knew that. Yes. And I love this. Um, um, I love this about God. And um, and the thing about it is, I've actually had people tell me this. You know, I, I, sometimes I swear I take God's name in vain, but I don't really mean anything by it. That's the point. Mm-hmm. That's what God is telling you. It, there has right. to be when you use reason. His name, it's for exactly. a purpose, and it's not that purpose. So here's some ways that we violate this commandment. First is false um, promises. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verses 33 through 35, Again, you've heard it said to the people long ago, Do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows that you have made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, or for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is telling us that... Uh, this is binding. I mean, this he's expanding the um, that commandment. Right. Now, an oath, to be honest with you, if you want to know the truth, is a vow or a promise. So if you're a follower of Jesus Christ and you give your word to something, it is an oath. Mm-hmm. That's what it yeah. is. So I used the example yesterday. Say you, you're getting married. Your husband and wife stand in front of uh, God and, and witnesses, and they get to their vows, mm-hmm. and they look at each other and was like, I love you, but I hope this works out. Right. And essentially, that's what you see today. Exactly. Because, and, and, and I've talked about this, and I'm glad you used this word yesterday as well. When you, I mean, if you want to do that, just go to the courthouse. Exactly. Honestly, just go to the, if you, if you want the legal paper. Yeah. But if you're going to stand before God and, and make it a, a binding contract with God yeah. and your spouse, yeah. it now becomes a covenant. Yeah. And you use that word yesterday, and I'm, I'm glad you did because so many people's Christians included, they get married and they take it so lightly of, well, you know, I, I hope this works out, but if not, right. at least there's a way out. You know, when Allie and I got married, we talked about that. It's like this till death do us part. Yeah. You know, this is a covenant that we're making with each yeah. other before God and with God. Yeah. And, and it's a, a binding contract. Yeah. About 20, uh, it's not about, I'm going to say it was about 2007 or eight. So it's not quite 20 years ago. Uh, I sat down with a couple 
at a church that we were at, and uh, they've been married about probably 18 years at the time. Mm-hmm. So um, just to get give you a long story short, they are still married today that I know of. So, But anyway, they come to me. They were in some really bad, uh, really bad shape in their marriage. Mm-hmm. And so they both came in and talked to me, and I could tell we weren't getting anywhere. They were both kind of, I don't know, they were kind of like two magnets going together. So finally I said, hey, do you guys mind coming in the next time, and can you give me 20 minutes apiece with each of you? We'll let you know, her go first and then, and then him. So we did that, and that was better, and so we got to this. And so the thing I asked both of them is this, and I said – I asked her first. I said, do you, do you love him? And she paused, and she's like, you know, there's been so many things that have happened – and if I remove those, yes, I do love him, but I don't like him. Mm. And I'm, I, I really can't stand to look at him right now. And the reason that we're here, this is what she said, is that there's no biblical grounds for divorce, but I wish there was. And I was like, all right. So she left and he came in. I said, do you, do you love her? And he went, he said, you know, this is going to sound stupid, but I loved her from the first moment that I saw her. He said, I loved everything about her. And I said, so do you still love everything about her? And he went, absolutely not. <laughs> he said, um, but I, I would have to say, yes, I still love her. And I said, so what, where do you, where do you see this going? He said, I don't know. He said, um, if I was some jerk, he said, if I was some jerk and I didn't know Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, I would have been gone. He said months ago. And, um, these two were just totally on the opposite pages right. together. So um, it wasn't something they were going to settle overnight. Mm-hmm. But as we got in and talking about it, and you talked about covenant, and when they were married, the minister spent a lot of time with them on covenant marriage. Yes. And this is what this is what kept these two together. Here's what the minister that they premarital counseled with. This is both of them told me, which was amazing. They said that if he hadn't ingrained that this was a covenant and a vow before God, unless one of you did one or two things right. that you could get out of, you cannot break this ever. Mm-hmm. Even if you get down the road, he said 15, 18, 20 years, and you hate each other's guts, you have to find some way to make it work. Mm-hmm. And they both looked at, they, they booked at each other and chuckled and was like, so we're trying to make it work. Right. So how are we going to do that? Right. Um, thank God. They actually made it work. It took maybe five or six times getting with mm-hmm. them, and those two put that thing together. Right. And they found out that they were both being selfish on their end, and that was actually breaking some – she said that's actually breaking a covenant with God to set him before myself. Right, right. And he, she said if a covenant – she said my marriage is a covenant, and if my marriage is to represent what Jesus did for the church, then I'm going to give back instead of thinking about getting right. – it's amazing when you have two people who are Christians, and yes, they go through marital troubles. They're not going to have great – it's not going to be mm-hmm. high and mighty all the time. But you have two people who were very young when they got married. So I'm going to assume those two – they weren't 40 yet. They were probably your age, right? Right. And um, they – it's amazing that that a, a premarital counseling in this minister who married them was in his 70s, mm-hmm. spent so much time on – a covenant and right. what that meant. Right. And he said, when he was going through this, he thought, I'm not going to, he said, I'm not going to Christian college. I just want to get married. Right. But he said, if he hadn't have done that, I think we would have been divorced. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how about that? Yeah. Covenant. 
Yep. And you're right about that. Civil marriage and covenant marriage is totally, totally two, two different things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you have to realize even that God, God's ordained marriage. He's the one that invented exactly. marriage. Uh, uh, the government didn't do it. Nobody else did right. it. So, right. so you're making this. So if God only allows you a, a, a little wiggle room to get mm-hmm. out of your marriage. And if not, I'm sorry you're unhappy. I'm, I'm sorry that things aren't going right, but you need to try to make it, put it back together because this is bigger than you two. Exactly. When, uh, when, when you all break up and get divorced, it affects the spiritual kingdom of mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. You have dismantled and just put another hole in the chink of the armor of the spirit of God. Yeah. And, and, and you can't do that. So you have, we have to get over ourselves. Right. And do what, do what God wants us to do. But anyway, that's, that was the illustration. Yes. Spent too much time on that, didn't we? That's all right. This is good stuff. So, um, I, um, or number two, I don't have them on my, okay, it, it false, didn't, it it's didn't false prophecies. Up. Okay. Jeremiah fourteen fourteen. the Lord said, these prophets are telling lies in my name and I did not send them or tell them to speak. I did not give them any messages. They are prophes, they are prophesy, they prophesy of visions and revelations they have never seen or heard. They speak foolishness made up in their own lying hearts. Mm-hmm. So the Old Testament prophets would get up and say, you know, thus saith the Lord or in the name of God. Um, but John MacArthur said the Old Testament prophets would say, thus saith the Lord. But what they are saying is that my words are God's words. Basically, right. God has spoken to me. So you need to you listen. Need to listen. Exactly. Need to listen. Um, and what God is saying, and I used this yesterday, I kind of updated the God talking, but there are people running around. They're, you know, they're writing books. They're speaking at conferences. You know, they're hawking their goods and wares. They're, it's all about them, and they're telling you things that I've never told them to tell you. They're literally making things up. This right. is what this verse is actually saying. Yeah, and and I love what you said. I'm gonna read this verse, and then we're gonna talk about what you said because, and I and I asked you. I'm like, why? I'm surprised you didn't start name calling because you and I on here we've name called. You know, obviously. You know, Andy Stanley right now is um, is is a false prophet, and he's trying. I almost to say brought that, that up yesterday, you know, but I I've been running over time, and I didn't want to right. run too much over. Well, you you still did, but that's okay. Not much, like thirty seconds. Oh, you did great. I was proud of you. Um, but anyways, you know, Andy Stanley, obviously Joel Olstein, Stephen Furtick. You know, because you you mentioned yesterday when someone says, you know, well the Lord told me or the Lord told me to tell you. I've heard Stephen. I've, I actually don't listen to Stephen Furtick, but I've watched videos bashing him where he said things like that. He's your minister, Jose Atuve, isn't he? He is. I can't stand him. I'm like, oh, they're about the same size, too, I think. But anyways, 1 John 4, verses 1 through 3 says this, Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must, and you underline this, you must test them to see if the Spirit they have comes from God, for there are many false prophets in the world. This is how we know if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has the Spirit of God. But if someone claims to be a prophet and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has the Spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard is coming into the world and indeed is already here. Um, the great thing is, is we have the entirety of the Bible to test. Yeah. You know, and so when Andy Stanley says that we need to unhinge ourselves from the Old Testament, well, that goes completely against what I mentioned earlier, that Jesus says... unhinged the right word, though? I don't I mean, know. Should it be unhooked or something? I don't I mean, know. Unhinged? I don't... That doesn't even make sense to me. He normally doesn't. But anyways, you know, that, that goes against what Jesus said that I mentioned I'm earlier. unhinged. Where you are. <laughs> where he said, you know, I didn't come to abolish... I didn't come to do away with everything before now. I came to, you know, fulfill it. 
to 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 make to them make all, it to make the pieces of the puzzle fit. exactly and um so yeah we there's all kinds of people um you know songwriters I was gonna and say, authors yeah. and people who are online and, and and I think I said yesterday I can go into a bookstore right now and go to the Christian section and um guarantee not all those books are Christian and I'm gonna find seven out of ten books are full of heresy and false prophecy right and um some of the craziest things that that you ever read and so the point was is that I know that there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people mm-hmm. listen to a lot of stuff because of YouTube and you know there's just all the stuff that's available and my point yesterday was just test everything yes test everything by the word of god including me yep. including you yes test us yep test and, and and you know if if you're not coming with an attitude and a gripe like you're trying to nail me to the wall but if you legitimately have a question say hey I, i'm not understanding how you said this but here's what god's word says explain this to me better i'll sit down and talk to you about it because you know what Maybe I did get it wrong. Exactly. Maybe I didn't quite say it the way it was supposed to be said. Right. Maybe I said it and didn't communicate it right. Exactly. So yeah, talk well, to me. And you mentioned, about it. And, and the same thing with music. You know, there there's some bands, and and I I cannot stand honestly the the hierarchy of the Christian music, the CCM. It's all just like everything else. It's it's all a ploy to get money. You know, they're they're artists. They're getting money, and you know they're writing these songs. And so there are a lot, quite a few of the bigger bands that are with churches and stuff and whatnot that I really don't care for. Um, and so there are some of those bands that we still sing their songs because their songs I've tested with scripture and, and they're actually really, really good. Um, you know, you look back at, at the, you know, the hymn writers, their lives weren't all put together either, but well, God used neither is mine or yours. Neither is ours, but God used the words that they penned in those moments right. to write those songs, and um, and God can take them and still use them as long as they are scripturally accurate to be able to praise His name. And so, you know, we have to test that. We have to test the songs. We, you, you know, we are to test you to test me when I speak. Um, anybody that you listen to. And, but I'm just going to say, if you listen to any of those people that you and I have mentioned, stop, because they are not biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when Stephen Furtick says, and God told me, no, really? God told you, and you said this, God tells us how? Through the Bible. Through the word. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I saw. I saw a meme the other day, and it's like somebody's like, well, I want to hear God, God speak to me. And it's like the person responded by saying, well, read your Bible. And they're like, no, audibly. And it's like, okay, well, read your Bible out loud. Exactly. 100%. Second <laughs> Corinthians 11.3, it says, I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. And this yeah. is the way of us even to, for today. I fear that our ways of the Christian life and what God wants for us are going to be corrupted because we're hearing so many things. And uh, we... Everything is so watered down than what it used to be. Right, and, um, right. you know, so, uh, people for the longest time, you know, wanted to hear, you know, and then we've been, let's be honest, it's been 35, 40 years where we've been hearing grace and mercy and love and this and that. And when somebody gets up and does preach a little hellfire and brimstone, they're like, oh, that guy's a nutcase. He's wild. But let me ask you this and be honest with me. Don't you think that we all need a little hellfire and brimstone to light us up uh-huh. to see the error of our ways? Because I don't see John the Baptist. He wasn't always rainbows I and think butterflies. He is yeah. hellfire and brimstone, right? Um, 
you know, so you have to be very careful because there's so many, there's so many things that are, they're going, they're, that are going around and people are trying to use the name of God. They're trying to use the name of Jesus Christ for their benefit. And exactly. that's, that's, that's false prophecy. Anytime that you hear somebody say, you know, in the name of God or, um, something like that, you have to, re- you have to, you have to really gauge that. What are they doing? Right. Are they trying to, are they trying to throw their authority or their credibility to you because, hey, because I've been, you know, this is what God wants me to tell, right. tell you because, I mean, I've had people come up to me and say, um, God told me to tell you, Craig. Right. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, really? Yeah, you were like, wow, he didn't tell me that. What? <laughs> well, you, you made, you gave the, the, uh, the story yesterday of the gentleman that came to you back however many years ago. Oh, it was a while, it was, um, yeah. quite a while ago. 15, 18 years ago. Yeah. And, and he came to you and said, hey, you know, my, you know, my girlfriend and I, we've been dating for a long time. Things are getting pretty serious. Um, but just want to let you know that we're, we're going to move in together because God told us we prayed about it and God told us it was okay. <laughs> what? I literally, I, I, I literally said, who'd you pray to? Hugh Hefner? Cause this is Hugh Hefner. This is what, this is his belief. Exactly. I mean, yep. He, he, you should see his face, right? It was hilarious. Yeah. This is what we do, even as Christians. You know, God says it was okay. God, God knows who I am. God, God's going to give. So here, let me get this straight once again. God has already said what is sin and what is not sin, what is right and what is wrong, what is good and what is evil. But He's going to wave it for, for you. you. Right. Wow. Tell me the secret and why you're so good and why you get it waved and I can't. Right. What? That's what you're virtually mm-hmm. saying. Exactly. And uh, God doesn't is not going to grave or judge you on a curveball, on a curve. He's gonna he's going to he's going to do it by the way. Now, granted, he's going to go look at your heart. Absolutely, but it's your heart, right? And if you are using the name of God sitting in front of me again, telling me that God told me to move in with your girlfriend, and you're using the name of God to try to convince right. me. You just took God's name in vain. Right. Exactly. And, and, you know, you, you look at that and who was he trying to convince? You or him? I think him. Um, you know, this dude was young. He was and, like 20 or 21 too. And you, you've mentioned this scripture quite a bit in the last few months, but if you know what you ought to do and you don't do it, it is a sin. That guy knew what he should and shouldn't do. Yeah, Cause the dude was, grew up in that church his whole life. He was just he trying to exactly justify he it. Doing. He just wanted you to affirm him. Exactly. And that's what people want. They want you to affirm their decisions. Well, guess what? God, like you said, we've got his word to tell us what is right and wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The Next third is, way oh, go ahead. Uh, we violate this command is false pretenses. Yep. Um, you read the verse, Matthew seven twenty one through 23. Jesus says, not everyone who calls out, and this is so huge. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and perform many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's law. And this is the person, once again, who is serving for the wrong reason. Right. You're serving in the name of God, but you're not really doing it for God. I don't right. know why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Some people do it for themselves. Some people do it to be congratulated, to be patted on the back, uh-huh. to get a thank you note, to get a gift card. So they'll be recognized. They might do it because it's the right thing to do. I don't know why people are, but are you doing it because you love Jesus Christ so much that God gave you Jesus and you're serving God out of your heart because your love for him? Right. This is what we're, this is what we're talking about. And if you're doing it for you, mm-hmm. guess what? You're taking the Lord's name in vain because you're right. using the name of right. the Lord you're for using something that's that not to, right. Yeah. And so, uh, you're actually using it for your own benefit 
I gave a Christian definition of mm-hmm. false pretenses is when your words, I love this, when your words and your works go into the opposite, they're going opposite directions and you're pretending. Yeah. And let's be honest, we all know if we're pretending or not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, I'll be the first one to tell you this. Not every Sunday do when I stand up is my heart in it. Exactly. I'm yep. just being honest. And I know that Been there. going yep. into it. Mm-hmm. And so my prayer that day is this, Lord, I'm going to pray that since my heart's done this, you're going to give me the right words to speak. You're going to, you're going to give me the right inflection, the right attitude. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry in advance. I, my, I'm, if, if I could do anything else but this today, right. I'd be doing it. If I could throw the covers over my head, <laughs> I'd be doing it. Right. But right. here I am. God, give me your strength. Exactly. So it's very, um, it's a very fine line, mm-hmm. you know, that, that you walk down. Yeah. Like, love this quote by, by Vadi. Vadi Bauckham said, false pretenses are associating with God and his people to get benefits that we have no right to because we all want, because all we want is the benefits and none of the commitment. A lot of people today wave the Jesus flag without any of the life that comes with it. And so again, they're using his name to get something out of it. Exactly. And yesterday, uh, yesterday I brought up uh, politics. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not being political. I'm bringing it up because they use the name of God. So exactly. I'm going to use them for an example. So I told everybody that the Republican Party is the absolute best mm-hmm. at this, but they're the worst. I, I'm going to be honest with you. The, public, the Republican Party disgusts me mm-hmm. when they do this. They set in office. They yep. want to get reelected. They do nothing for God. They do nothing in the name of God. They talk nothing but God. But when it comes time to get reelected, they start talking family values. Mm-hmm. They start talking God. You see them going quote to the church with their family. They're carrying their Bibles. They'll quote yep. scriptures, God, this, Most of the time God, out this, of context. God bless America, this and that. Yep. They, the Republicans... Literally, I'm just going to be honest. They turn my stomach. I, in fact, I think sometimes they're worse than the Democrats mm-hmm. because they, they're just as bad in, a, right. in another whole light. So here's what they're doing. They're using the name of God for their own benefit. And any Republican that does that and does not hold up to biblical values and their policies do not match exactly. what God has told them to do, they are taking the Lord's name in vain. Right. And so when they take the Lord's name in vain, they're going to be held accountable for that. Bingo. They don't realize it. But that's what God's word doesn't give them a free pass because you're the governor of Ohio. Right. God's word is not going to give you a free pass because you're the president. You know, you're going to be held accountable just like all the rest of us when it comes to taking um, his name. You said yesterday. Yeah. You were like, so why are you sending me nasty emails? Why don't you send them in nasty emails? Exactly. You said this morning you haven't received any. So maybe Jim Jordan is getting their complaints about you. He wouldn't believe what he just said. Right. Like, yeah, right. Who is Craig Brads? <laughs> well, in, in 2010, um, it was governor Cuomo, the guy, uh, you remember yeah. him? Yep. And yep. it was a couple other candidates who were running for governor at the time in for New York. Yeah. And I can't remember all their names. I've lost the slips and everything, but this is what took place. And you probably looked this up, but they were having, this is weird just in and of itself. It was a prayer service for abortion. In support I mean, of. In support abortion. of abortion. Yes. Like they were praying in support of abortion. And that one of the guys who were running, wanting to run for governor literally stood up and said, you know, we give thanks for the doctors, both current and uh, future, who provide quality abortion care. Yeah. We give thanks to God. That was a prayer. That was in the that prayer. He prayed. Yeah. That was a part of his prayer. Right. It wasn't the whole prayer, but it was right. a part of it. I can't. I mean, I, it, I'd be there. That, this guy was a windbag. I mean, he stood up there for, anyway, so, let me go. So right he off. prayed like I pray. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you thought it. I did not. You bull. <laughs> <You did. laughs> but here's the thing. 
you can't sprinkle God right. amongst murder. Right. That's genocide. This, this, you know, I said this Goes, is what the Nazis yeah. did. You know, God, you, you, you can never do this. You can't ask God's blessing on something that He says is already a sin. Right. You can't ask that. And um, because there's no way God's in heaven going, oh, you know what? You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, we'll we'll keep doing this. Exactly. I read Isaiah five twenty and twenty one. I know I've read this a lot in the last few years, but yeah. it goes without saying. This is great. Uh, what sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. Yes. Can I be honest with you? That is the government of the United States of America. They yep. think they are so clever yep. and they're so wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, here's the thing. I saw straight through them for years, but right. man, when COVID hit, it was like the masks were off and I saw their faces for who they really were. All of them. The masks were on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but exactly. Right. Exactly. They were on. You're yeah. right. Um, and that's when I was like, you know, I know some people think I'm political, but I'm not. Right. I'm, here's the reason why you think that is because this is not no, a lot of people don't talk like this, but they are trying to be biblical. Exactly. They're, they're using the name of God. So why can't I combat them back and throw it back on them? Because here's my problem yeah. is a lot of Christians fall for these knuckleheads and their mumbo jumbo. Yep. And I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. It's like either get in the ship or get out. At right. this point, I don't care. Let God be your judge and you can go do what you need to do. But I, I think we all need to get on the same side. And what that is, is biblical. Exactly. Are you standing 100% on the Word of God, mm-hmm. or are you not? Because mm-hmm. if you say, well, I don't really agree with that, well, then guess what? You're not a Bible-believing Christian. Exactly. It's either you believe it all mm-hmm. or nothing at all. 100%. And um, and it's like last year, the former Vice President Biden uh, addressed Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Like, disgusting, vile company. And his, not the whole prayer, but or it wasn't a prayer, but he said, God bless you, and... um. Or he said, thank you, Planned Parenthood, and God bless you. Right. God wow. bless you. He just took the name of the Lord in vain because God has already said that this is wrong. Exactly. And, um, this is not right. And, um, and and I think I said yesterday that, you know, if you've had an abortion, God's going to forgive you of that. 100%. And, you know, you can't and, think. And God can take that and he can. Turn it around. He can turn it around. He can use it for his good. He can give you healing and, and, and yeah, absolutely. But, you know, to stand up and say, you know, God bless you, and you call on God to pour out his blessing on the approval to take more unborn lives, and God has already said murder is a sin. This is a clear violation of the third commandment, and uh, Joe Biden is in violation of that, and he's going to stand before God Mm -hmm. because this guy does it all the time. And, I mean, this is not the only infraction this guy does that's wrong. I mean, there's a ton of it. Um, That's not serving the name of the Lord. He is misusing the name of the Lord. Exactly. Well, and then that's the thing is whenever you do that and whenever you use God's name or you um, are using God to um, to say something like that, yeah. in essence, you're saying that, oh, well, I'm standing with God. I'm standing with God's word. So you're going to be held accountable for that. You didn't read this. You read the James chapter three earlier. And um, in verses one and two, James says this. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we who teach will be judged more strictly. Do you, does that first give you comfort? No. Me neither. None at all. Um, I hate it. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. Whew. Good. Um, not good that we do, but I'm glad that he said that because 
It's just true. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. And so Allie and I were, were kind of reading through this and we were watching that Francis Shane clip and she was like, pause that. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, so does that just mean like you and Craig or is that like our volunteers who are teaching our kids? Um, and so we, we kind of had that conversation. I'm like, anyone who, you know, so Mr. Biden, who said that of God bless you, he's going to be held accountable for that because yeah. he's using God's name to promote something that God doesn't promote. Well, it's like back, you know, a couple of years ago and why I got so twisted with Mike DeWine. Um, right. And if you're listening from that. another state, um, he's the governor of Ohio. Um, I got twisted because he stood up and started quoting scripture. Now I thought, you know, I know he thinks he thinks he's hip and cool and hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show my conservative brothers and sisters that, you know, I'm quoting the Bible and I'm, and I'm a Bible believing, you know, person. Um, first of all, he misquoted every scripture, took every single <laughs> right. one of them out of context. And the other one is this, he was using those scriptures to back up what he, his policy was, which, was not a good policy. I mean, it was taking away your freedom. He was forcing you to wear masks. So he was using scriptures out of context to back up what he was going to say and then to say things like, well, Jesus would have worn a mask and stuff like that. Well, he has just put himself on the stage now as a minister of the gospel of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Exactly. So now does he not only have to be held responsible for putting his hand on the Bible as a governor now and swearing to uphold more strictly. Now he's going to be judged more strictly because yeah. now he put himself in the pose as a preacher or a teacher. Mm-hmm. And so good luck, Michael DeWine. Right. I mean, you need uh, – I would love to talk to this guy just to talk to him about getting his soul right with God mm-hmm. um, because there's just – they're so these guys are so slimy right and such politicians they don't know heads or tails anymore exactly. it's all one big blurry vision for them and they're all they're all in the same mm-hmm. you know they're all in the same boat and and uh, you know for them for, for the american people to look at and say hey we got a choice we have no choice right i mean literally i mean I, did you uh, i mean i'm not even going to get into this but i was did you see the like the Republican, I saw the the names um, for the uh, debate that they had the other night. All, all there was like what ten of them. I didn't see. It. I wouldn't vote for one of them. Right. And then then the, whatever the Democrats are going to run. I mean, there's literally zero choice. Right. In the matter, you, you have no choice at all. Mm-hmm. None. They try to make you believe that you do, right. but you don't. Yep. But anyway, you, we have to be so careful. Like on that, because you're right, because whenever you start doing that and you use it like, you know, um, to get your own agenda across, you got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. And I and you're right. That verse is is very humbling, very humbling as a minister, someone who does actually teach. Preach. So if you think I get up every Sunday and mm-hmm. just riddle this off the top of my head, you, you're 100% wrong. Right. I labor over every single solitary statement and word and – um um, sometimes I don't say things because right. I'm like, mm, I, I'm not, right. not going to do it. Yep. I feel it. Right. But I don't think it's right. Right. So I'm not going to do it. Exactly. So people are like, when do, when do, when do you do that? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, you closed out, um, before that, that quote that had second service laughing, 
but you closed, closed out. And I think you, you kind of got into this verse by saying, well, what does that look like for us? Exactly. How do we apply this in our lives? Well, we're to follow Jesus. And follow Jesus. Yep. And you read one of my favorite verses. This is the, Go for it. the one that's tattooed down the back of my arm. Just the reference. The whole verse is There's a lot of words. There's a lot of arm. words. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's Philippians 2, 5 through 11. It says, you must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Um, and I like the actually new century version. The NCV says he didn't um, use his equality, consider his equality with God as something to be used for his own advantage. Yeah, like, wow, good. that's a great version. Really good. Verse seven says, instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and he died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the high, to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. That's an awesome verse. It is, but you, you look at that and it's like, well, what does that look like for us? Well, we are, you know, are to have the same attitude of Jesus. He didn't, you know, cling to his equality with God. He was a servant. He was humble. Um, he sacrificed, he was obedient to God. I mean, there are so many of those key words that's like, what does it look like? That obedience, yeah, humbleness. If you, if you compare yourself to that description, like your own self, your right. life to that description, mm. you realize where you have to, where, where your life has to go at this point. Exactly. If you read that every day and like, this is, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Um, cause this is Jesus. I'm supposed to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, well now. I just like totally like, well, now I'm depressed for the day. You right. Know, it's like, okay. Right. But maybe not. Maybe, right. maybe I can attain this. Exactly. I mean, with God, nothing's, nothing's possible. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, there's nothing like Jesus Christ. We're, 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 we're to, we're, we're to live for him. We're to have his attitude. We're right. to love people. We're to do all this. And so I guess what I did is I just wanted to encourage people yesterday actually to speak up for Jesus Christ. If you, if you hear somebody taking his name in vain, a lot of times Christians just sit back and do nothing. Say something. Exactly. I mean, you don't have to be a punk about it. You don't have to be smart about it. You can just be like, oh, do you know Jesus? I mean, you know, you, you can talk to them because maybe that's your foot in the door. Exactly. To help them understand that this is, you know, blasphemy. Because I said yesterday, I'm like, if somebody was a, talking bad about your kids or your grandkids or your mom, dad, grandma, and grandpa, you would go at them. Don't you talk about my them. mom like that. Exactly. You would defend yep. her to the hilt, and you didn't care who was involved, boss or whoever. Yep. But when it comes to the name of Jesus, we're like, oh, I better not say anything. One of the things that I've said before, like people will be like, oh my god. I'm like, oh really? He's my god too. And then they kind of look at you like. I was working down the reds. People would, you know, we'd be, they'd be looking, be like, oh my, say like that. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh no, actually, I'm just a human being. They're right. Like, what? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, read him. This is good. Jeff Allen, he's he's a comedian. I've not listened to him, but now I'm going to have funny. to go look him up. He said, hey, do you like your mother-in-law? If not, use her name. The name of Jesus Christ means something to me. I don't know why they laughed so hard. Right? <laughs> Second service thought that was they absolutely lo- they, they were laughing until uh, into the prayer. Right? That was fun. That's a funny That's a funny quote. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so... A lot to think about taking God's name in vain, man. Whew, yeah, it was. Um, this coming Sunday, we're talking about remember the Sabbath, so get ready for that because there's a lot. Um, there's a lot in that. Um, 
you know, coming in. So it's probably not what you think it's going to be. And there's also a lot of, um, there's also a lot of, um, you know, people have a lot of thoughts about this one. Right. So be sure to, um, um, be here Sunday or yes. listen. So be here or be square. Be here or be square. I like that. That's right. That's an old, that's an old saying. That is an old saying. I made, I just dated myself. Right. Um, this coming, uh, just some stuff that is coming up. Um, remember we, this is blessing box month. Uh, we are donating. Um, we've want to make a push to kind of stock up on some of the items that we yeah. need. The blessing um, box is getting hit really hard. It, it's it just really a great is. ministry for this community. So you can drop those things off starting this Sunday, clear through the end of the month. If you don't know what to buy, we have, we have, um, laminated, um, grocery shopping lists yep. that you can help us out with and you can get those. Last campfire conversations of the year is this Friday, October, October 6th at six o'clock. Um, you can go to richwood.church forward slash women. Child care is available. Um, Connections Cafe mm-hmm. this Sunday at noon in the Fellowship Hall, October the 8th, is um, having a meeting for those currently serving in this area. And for those of you who might be interested in helping out mm-hmm. with the Connections Cafe, awesome ministry. Great so, ministry. Good. I, I love being – I actually got down there yesterday. I don't very often, but was able to chat with a few yeah. people and, and just love hearing the conversations that are taking place. Yep. Women of Worth is coming up. Um, it's for women 18 and up. Uh, they're going to be meeting at McKinley's Grill in Marysville. Where is that? I have no idea. I don't either. October the 14th at 10 a.m. Maybe it's just somebody's house and their last name is the McKinley's and they have a Could grill. Be. Well, maybe we should go. Uh, let's go. Um, Richwood.church forward slash women. Uh, you can sign up and get ready to roll. Don't forget about the no-so blankets for common thread coming up. Yep. Um, you can help out in the fellowship hall on October the 17th. 1 to 3 or 6 to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. So just that, throw that out there. And then also, as always, uh, we've talked about this. Uh, we need um, help in the volunteers here at RCC and pretty much in every area. So if you are not regularly serving in an area, uh, I'm going to encourage you to stop mm-hmm. by the Welcome Center for a volunteer form and see the opportunities that we have available. And maybe after you pray, you can... You know, help us out and see what happens. Exactly. So, and then don't forget a week from tomorrow night. It's our monthly night of prayer. Can you believe it? Or wow, that, that came around really quick. There's, yeah. there's five weeks in October, so it's going to seem like forever from this one to the next one. Yeah, well, and we have, after this one, we only have two till Christmas. After this series. After this night of prayer. Oh, we only, only have two, two more nights yes. of prayer left. Yeah. So we'll yeah. start whittling it down that way. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get our, um, we gotta get our, uh, Christmas night of worship on the books. Do we? Yeah, that's always a good time. Start off the Christmas season with a night of worship. Yeah, if you can, uh, hope your legs and everything, your feet and ankles and toes. I'll be and, fine. Yeah, okay. I'll be good. fine. I got my foot massager. Actually, it's Allie's. I bought it for there for Christmas last year, but I've used it more recently than she has. It's, it heats and really? massages at the same time. It's pretty, I'm it's pretty, sure it does. It's pretty awesome. I, I put my feet, slip my feet in it while I'm, you know, drinking hot chocolate and sewing, crocheting. Dude, the biggest diva on the planet, right? You know who People that is? probably think that I really do sew and do all that stuff, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I I don't have anything because we are we're, we're pushing time again. We are well over time. We we kind of went. Uh, down a few rabbit trails there. Yeah, we we talked about marriage. This wasn't on marriage, but we talked about that being a covenant and other things. And 
Um, it's amazing how one one topic can open up another topic into another topic. You know why? Why? The Bible is all tied together. It is. It is all tied together. It is. And the Bible's living and active. It is. I've read that somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, in the Bible. Yeah. Great. Exactly. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening this week. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy this, um, Craig. Enjoy this little last snap of warm weather because by this weekend, like, I think it's going to get down into the 40s at night a couple of evenings. Well, that's fine. I can deal with the 40s. And it's night. going to be like max. It's going to be actually really nice in the day, like 60, 61 a couple of days this weekend. That That's okay. I, I'm, I'm, gonna I'm, be I'm capable to cope. Beautiful fall weather. But any, you know, when we're dropping down in the teens and the high is 39, then... Mm. Mm. Well, we're probably, it's, it's knocking on our doors right around the corner. So everybody pray for me because when that happens, Craig, Craig gets a little grumpy. <laughs> I may be a granny, but he's a little grumpy. Yeah. He has nothing. He has nothing. If I was one of the seven drawers, that's exactly you what would I be would grumpy. be grumpy. Who would I be? <laughs> well, hey, thanks again for listening. I'm going to cut him <laughs> off before he answers that. So Craig, you have a great week. Yeah, you too. See y'all. Thank you.